Hello, welcome to James's pre-fight, post-fight MMA show, where we recap all the important things happening in the sport of MMA, and I, your host James, try to explain to you what's going on in the sport and make it as easy as one, two, three for you to understand. We hope you enjoy the show. So moving on to the cold main event. This is personally my main event. I think it's the most intriguing fight on the card. I think it has the most different types of narratives going on. Um, Alexander Volkanovsky, the champion, trying to defeat Max Holloway for the third time. Holloway was the man he took the belt from, and also his first defense of the title. First fight was very clear. Alexander Volkanovsky won. Um, you know, Max did a good job. He was very competitive, but I thought it was very clear Volkanovski won. You even argue, like, one judge gave him all five rounds. Um, second fight, very, very close. Um, you could go either way. I personally had it for Volkanovski, the second fight. And a big narrative going into this is how much the fans have been saying, oh, Max Holloway, he's the true champion because he won the second time. But if you look at it in total, Alexander Volkanovski won more rounds out of the ten. So going to the tail of the tape, Alexander Volkanovsky is 33 years old, 5'6", 71 and a half inch reach. He he trains out of Australia. He's a part of multiple teams, actually. He, he used to train in Thailand a lot before COVID, but I think he went there, but not for this camp, but he did train there. Uh, just in between camps, between this one and the Korean zombie one. Um he also train he trains a freestyle fight gym with his that's his original team and then he also trains in New Zealand to so kickboxing with Bradell guys like Bradell Dan Hooker Ty Car France um uh, Israel Asanya the champion and they do spar like I noticed that like most gyms like oh we train together they don't really train together they're just in the same room they actually train together like those guys they actually spar each other which is kind of crazy because a lot of gyms like. Matt, uh, Adesanya has fought light heavyweight. Volkanovski is a 145er. It's a very big difference uh, when it comes to their um, weight and stuff like that and height. Like, Adesanya is 6'4", Volk's 5'6". But he's going to need that because Max Holloway is very big for this division. 5'11", 69-inch reach. Uh, he's 30 years old. Trains out why not Hawaii. He's always been with the same team, and you gotta admire that team because uh, Gracie, those guys at Gracie Tech, is very very smart. They usually keep their game plans close to their chest, so you never know what Max is gonna bring, really. Like, so the tale, the first fight, the first two fights was, you know, Volkanovski did a great job of managing distance. The first fight, he was really the much busier fighter on the outside, because Max Holloway, the last couple fights before that were against Aldo. Jose Aldo twice, um, Frankie Edgar, uh, Brian Ortega. So, the exception of Ortega, he mostly stood very, very low. Because, and even Ortega, he did kind of. But he mostly stood very low, just in case like a takedown would come. And he all, and he kind of threw less kicks, because... He knew that those guys, especially Edgar and Ortega, were going to try to grab on and take him down. And Volkanovski, before that first fight, most of his fights, besides like the Chad Mendes fight and his Jose Aldo fight, 
and a little bit of the Darren Elkins fight, but the Darren Elkins fight, he did mix it up very well. He was mostly like a grinder. Grinding, pushing up against the fence. I remember when I first saw him, I was like, this guy is like the featherweight Khabib. Like, he's just beating up guys against the fence, taking them down, opposing his will, getting them tired, pressing his cardio on them, and his very good ground and pound, and his volume. But then, it took a turn. He fought Chad Mendes. He did get knocked down that fight. He was hurt that fight. That's something to watch out for. But he pushed that same pace, but with his striking. And and then he did the same thing against Jose Aldo. But the majority of his fights, he did fight like a wrestler. And Max, you see him, he's standing very, very low. And he was just trying to walk Volkanovski to the fence. And just pressure him. Throw combinations. Hurt him to the body, to the head. And do what Max does. But then, to the surprise of him, not to the surprise of me, I did think Volkanovski was going to... I did have a... Like, I chose him to... He's, this is the guy who's going to really test Max Holloway. Uh, he started kicking his legs, right? And Max is so low in his stance to defend takedowns. He starts getting his leg kicked. And he starts switching stance when he didn't want to. And then once he switched stance, he's not comfortable in that stance. So then Volkanovski started landing more strikes... And then his, and then the fourth and fifth round, you really see Volkanovski's counterpunching come into play, his distance management. And Max did a great job. Like he was hitting right straight to the body, uh, knees to the body, things like that. But uh, it was a little too late. And none of them really had too much of an impact on the current champion, Volkanovski. So, and then the second fight comes during COVID. And Max does a terrific job of adjusting. He's standing very tall, much taller. Like I told you, stood very low. Because maybe he's thinking Volkanovski only went for two takedowns that whole fight. So, oh, he's not in the first fight. So this second fight, he's not going to do it. Because maybe he thinks he's going to gas out by taking... Because Max Holloway, he has a terrific takedown defense rate. It's 84%. That's very good. And he's excellent. Like, he has many layers to his takedown defense. Like, Max, I said to people, like... How do I imagine when I describe him? I go, high volume. He pokes at people. So, like, he's poking you with straight punches. Now he's poking people with kicks, straight kicks. And then usually he hits you with a good shot. You start to back out. He starts to hit you with more volume. He's hitting to the body, to the legs. Either you get TKO'd, you survive, like Calvin Cater did. Or you shoot and then he snatches up your neck and he's making you tap. Um, that's how I describe him. Kind of like the little bit of the Diaz approach. Nick and Nate Diaz. Except Max is by far um, a lot smarter than those two. His his striking is a lot more diverse than those two. Uh, he's he's defense is a little bit better, his footwork. But very similar. Like tries to crowd people, things like that. In the second fight, he comes out. Standing very tall, throwing kicks. And I thought it was very smart because the first fight, when they're on the outside... Far away, like in a more like a kickboxing range, Volkanovski is by far the more active guy. And I think even in the second fight, he was a little bit more active on the outside. But now Max is trying to catch up, and he did such a great job, Max, because Max Holloway doesn't want to do every fight. He's the Max Holloway has to be one of the most durable fighters I think in the UFC. So he trusts his chin, so he's going forward. So he's trying to cut you off to throw those big combinations. So he's using his kicks to cut Volkanovski off. Volkanovski, you know, he's trying to figure him out, right? He didn't know that Max was going to come out this way. This is an immediate rematch. They never, neither of them fought in between the two fights. And then Max, he's trying to catch Volkanovski coming in with flying knees, uppercuts. 
And one thing he does extremely well is he throws a spinning back kick to the body, right? And then he fakes the spin, throws a right head kick, lands on Volk. Volk, you know, goes to a knee, gets dropped, gets right back up, and he's recovered very quickly. But still, uh, Max showed that he could hurt him. Second round comes, a little bit the same. You can start to see Volkanovski's figuring him out a little bit more. But then, Max, this is the key. This is the difference between the first fight and the second fight. Volkanovski decides, okay, he's pressuring me. I'll pressure back. I'll fake like I'm coming in or I'll pressure into him. So we collide a little bit. Max Holloway ends up meeting him with a vicious uppercut. And then Volk takes the knee, he's hurt, but then he gets back up. That's And then the turning point starts to happen, in my opinion, the third round. Where Volkanovski starts landing more volume. And I said it's because he started to take away a little bit the tools that Max Holloway was using. Like, um, one thing I noticed is Max Holloway, he does like it when guys circle to a certain side. He likes it when they circle to the, his right. So he always has his right kick, his right hand, and his right knee. Like, if you watch any point of his fights where he's unloading on people, they are always circling that side. Always. And then when he starts circling to the left, you know... Ever since the he lost the second Volkanovski fight, he has tried to make adjustments. Like he added back his spinning kicks and his left hook to the body or to the head, which could be useful in this fight. But you start to see Volkanovski in the second fight, he realizes, oh, Max keeps catching me every time I move to the side, so I'll move the other way. And of course, you can't just keep moving the same side. You have to change it up. And Volkanovski did that. But you see him, he starts moving to that... So Max is left, and Max has to keep resetting. He can't throw those combinations as much. Those long combinations. Obviously, the argument would be, why doesn't Max just cut him off with like a left kick, a left punch, a left hook? But every, you see it in the second fight. He tries to do it, and then he gets his leg kicked the exact same way as the first fight. Because he goes back to that habit of when he uses his left hand, he starts to blade himself, which he did a lot in the first fight immensely. And that kind of stops him from cutting Volkanovski off. And um, and it, these two, they had two fights in between. Volkanovski fought Brian Ortega, which pretty much he dominated the fight until he tripped when uh, Brian Ortega caught a leg while he was kicking and then punched him, went down, got a guillotine, got out of the guillotine, started throwing ground and pound, got stuck in a triangle, got out of it, started throwing more ground and pound. And then the next round, same thing. He threw more ground and pound at Brian. And really showed that his grappling has improved. Because we've never seen him... You know, we've seen him ground and pound a lot of guys. But we've never seen him do that to um, like someone like Brian Ortega. Which I think may give him confidence to use more of his wrestling in this fight. Because Max Holloway, you always have the danger of you getting tired. Which Volkanovski has great cardio, but you never know. You don't want to... You know, you don't want to... You want to play with what you have. And also Max Holloway's guillotine. Especially against shorter guys. But now we've seen Volkanovski's defended the guy with the best guillotine in the division. So I think that could play a part. And then he also knocked out the Korean zombie, which really we all thought he was going to win. But it just kind of showcased that he, uh, his timing, his distance, his time with uh, his newfound striking that he started training in 2017 is really starting to streamline itself. And his, uh, his ability to mix it up is getting a little bit better ever since he came to the title, to the title picture. Max Holloway, his fight against Calvin Cater was beautiful. Uh, I know a lot of people praise him for that, but I do think that a little bit of a little bit of that was Calvin Cater's fault. Not that he's not great. I think Cater's actually like very, very good. Like he's just below these two, but 
he kept doing the wrong thing. Like, he didn't... He almost fought like he never watched the second Max fight. Like, one is, I do believe, against Max Holloway, you 100% have to keep him turning. So he never sets. Like, that's a big key to fighting a striker who moves forward. You got to keep him turning. Like, that's why Carlos Condit versus Nick Diaz was kind of boring. Because Condit just kept circling him. And uh, so Max, he... He was... Cater 1 was not circling at all when they started. Like, he, he was standing in front of him, looking to counter him. And then Max was doing a great job of keeping Cater preoccupied with fakes. Uh, with his, you know, his kicks. He brought him back. His kicks and knees and elbows. And then Cater, literally on a loop, every time he gets, like, a, he gets rocked. It's always him circling that, to the right. He almost never does it. And, of course, you could argue, oh, but Max Holloway, how don't you know he was doing something to discourage that? Well, there is that famous moment where Max starts to yell at him, saying, like, I'm the best boxer in the UFC. He drops his hand, moves his head, looks away, and he hits Cater with a right hand. And you'll notice Cater, he circles that same exact way. Max's hands are down. He literally is saying, I have no, I have no danger. Come, hit me. He literally circles that same way. So he's doing that. Like, he, the opponent is doing that for him. And then, Calvin Cater, going into the fight, he's always been outstruck. And then you got Max Holloway. What does he literally want to do to you? He wants to outstrike you. So, that's one. And then the Yair fight was spectacular, I thought. Max, I thought, really showed his MMA ability where, you know, he's in the clinch. He's throwing flying knees in the clinch. Timing takedowns very well. Showing his wrestling a little bit more. Uh... But it's going to be difficult to do against Volkanovski because Yair Rodriguez, his striking is like all over the place, usually. And Volkanovski is like the opposite. Like everything's very tight, like his defense, his offense. Um, very hard going to do that. And then plus, if Max tries to use the clinch Volk, I think he knows um, he's comfortable a little bit. And he's a, bit, a little bit better of a clinch striker than Max. And, uh, so, and then Max Holloway... He did show that his his light kick, the light kicks are still something that's very much a danger for him. And right hands in exchanges, like when he's coming into you, is still something that's very viable. Like even Cater, when he was getting beat up, like in rounds four and five, like everybody thought, this fight should be stopped, this fight should be stopped. He was still landing the right hand on him. And Volkanovski showed in the first and second fight, you can intercept Max with that. So... That's the two, right? How how are that's how they change. Um, I believe Volk his, his striking has become sharper. I think his patience has become better. He he his ability to mix it up is better. His jiu-jitsu is definitely better. His grappling. Max Holloway, I think he's gotten a little bit better at combining the arts. Right, he was always very good separately a little bit, but he's gotten better at combining. Uh, it's gonna be hard against Volk because his distance management is better. I think he's better than all the guys Max Holloway's fought on the outside. In terms of kickboxing range. So what can Max Holloway do different this fight? I do think he has to keep the kicks. Like he rocked Volkanovski in the first round. Or the second fight with a head kick. He fainted. Fainted like he was going to spin and call him for a head kick. And the knees and the front kicks. Because it gives you a little bit of time to, to fight off Volkanovski. If he's, because he is the shorter guy. right? Things up the middle work. And maybe try the transitional strikes like he did against Yair. So, for example, like he would get Yair in a headlock and then throw a knee to the head or go for a takedown and then, you know, hit him coming up when he tries to defend it. Things like that. It's going to be definitely harder against Volkanovski because 
his striking is definitely tighter than Yair. So Yair, there's those gaps to take him down and use the grappling. Um, and that's why I think. And start harder. I think he's going. He knows that. And a lot of his interviews, he's been saying how oh Volkanovski, he doesn't really finish guys. Like he just touches guys. And Max was trying to say like oh I, he's trying not to critique him, but. Every Volkanovski opponent has basically done this with him. Like Zombie, Ortega, even Max the second time. Like, oh, he doesn't really hurt people. Like, he doesn't finish people. I do. That's the difference. And I think Max is going to know... Because Max has been saying he never felt like he was hurt in that fight. So I think he's going to disrespect the power of Volkanovski. He's going to come forward. And he's been saying all week that he believes he has the game plan or the technique... That will bring destruction. That he's going to finish Volkanovski under three rounds. And that he doesn't know if Volk has like the dog in him to keep going. Which I think is kind of silly. Because we've seen him a couple times now come back from adversity. And we've seen him fight Max. Twice. So And I think Max Holloway's team, they don't really comp- understand why Volkanovski won the first two fights. Like, they think they, he won both of those fights. Which is respectable. The first fight a little hard to believe. But the second one I could definitely see. But uh, Max, he, I, I think he's going to come out harder. He's going to try to get Volkanovski to panic into something. Because if you let Volkanovski off the... like, uh, If you let him be for the first two rounds, he's going to make adjustments. We saw that in the second fight. And then we saw him make adjustments in every other fight he's been in. So you got to get him out of there. Or Max hurts him so bad that he can't make those adjustments. He's just in such a fog. Um... That's like I think that's gonna be Max Holloway's game plan, and I think he's just gonna go forward and he's gonna rely on his chin and his durability, and I think he's gonna rely that he can hurt Volk, but he Volk can't hurt him. But he has to be careful because I do think that Volkanovski his his timing has gotten better, in my opinion, and his ability to mix it up has gotten better. Like if Max Holloway pressures him, he always bring it in the clinch, like he did in the first fight. He did that a lot. Um, or, like, when Max Holloway just cuts him off, right, he's gonna be stepping into something, probably. Uh, so that, that's something, um, Max Holloway has to be careful for. But, I was like, you know, if Volkanovski can't handle the first three rounds, and Max just brings it with all his firepower, that's a very good game plan. But, I did think in the second fight, Max kinda tried to do that, right? He came out harder, more high-voltage weapons, like high kicks and knees. And then, I actually thought in the fourth and fifth round, the reason why Volk was getting so ahead of him, was I thought Max was getting a little tired. Not tired, but he was getting a little worn out. And I don't think people acknowledge that. Like He was getting a little worn out in the end of the rounds. And, um, you know, I don't think he's getting tired, but like in the Yair fight, he was getting a little bit more lethargic. Like, he's going into stuff. He's not as quick. His distance... He's not. He doesn't care as much about the distance or the defense later in the fight. So that's something I don't think anyone's acknowledging with him. In, as well as the whole footwork battle where the opponent's circling the right or the left. Um, so I do think that that's something to watch out for is how hard does Max Holloway start off. And I do think he's going to bring in like big stuff like head kicks and flying knees, things like that. But when you got things that you're planning to use and you're trying to time it right, you got a guy who's faking, fainting a lot. It's very hard to do that. Like we saw in the first two... Volkanovski fights that um, Max was biting on those fakes a lot. So, 
I think if I'm, Vol- um, you know, your team Volkanovski, you try to keep a similar tone. Don't try to knock him out. Try to let the fight blossom a little bit. You know, you hit his body, you hit his legs. The strikes up top will come. And eventually he will fall onto something. Because Max Holloway, what is his number one game plan? Game plan A. Go forward. Try to wilt you. He's going to try to do that eventually. If, even if he hits you with a high kick or not. Nah, he's going to eventually, there's going to be a time where he swarms. So you let that come. You let him be desperate. B is spread the target. Right? He's got to hit the body and the legs. Which he did in both fights. And, you know, don't obsess over hitting the head. And I do think he acknowledges that. Like he said in the first fight. Like when he was missing. Max kept trying to taunt him. And then Volk said, yeah, I totally acknowledge. He's, I'm going to miss. And then C. He did this in the second fight a lot. Change your timing. Where, you know, Holloway's has very good ability. Uh, underrated ability, in my opinion, to counterpunch. But when you're changing timing and changing patterns, like, for example, like, Max Holloway, he's probably thinking, like, something similar. You know, I'm not Max Holloway. I'm no more close to, like, his genius in the fight game. But let's say he's like, oh, if Volk circles this way, I'm going to throw the right high kick. Well, what happens if Volkanovski starts circling that way, stops, fakes that left, goes right, fakes left, and then goes to the other side? He just changed the timing on you. So now it's hard to pick a beat. Also, like, He'll do things like he'll go like jab, cross, hook. And then Max Holloway will be like, okay, that's why he's throwing. Then he'll go jab, cross, and he'll slap, and then he'll go for a takedown. Like he'll change the timing up. He'll change the ending, the beginning of a combination, things like that. It's, it's, um, it's a lot. That's why I think like the whole, oh, I'm going to try to like finish him or something. Like under, it's, you know, he's, his time, Max, I think, uh, and I do think his team believes this. They believe he's in his prime to finish a fight. Like they've been saying how, like, you know, his power, his finishing ability. He hasn't finished anyone for a while, but we think it's going to come back. I do think they believe that. Um, Going with picks. I do think that Volkanovski is a lot better than Max Holloway. Um, not a lot better. I just think he's more well-rounded. Like, he's a better wrestler. He's a better grappler, probably. Like, on top. Even, like, getting up, I think he's probably a little bit better. He's better on the outside. Like, he builds more on the outside. He fights longer. Right? He, ha- he does have a reach advantage. Like, Max has a 69-inch reach. Volkanovski has a 71.5. But he also fights longer. Um, he- he'll be more on the outside. He'll use his footwork a little bit more than Max. Um, but I do think Max Holloway, he knows that he- if he loses again the third time, this is like... He's not going to fight him a fourth time, I think. But uh, I do think he believes... Like, Max is... What does he have more than Volkanovski? It's... And not that Volk is not durable. But Max Holloway is probably the most durable fighter in the UFC. So I think he's going to trust in that. And he's just going to throw fire, fire. Go at him. Reckless abandonment. Being KO'd, be damned. Go forward. Try to get him out of there as quick as you can. Because you're looking from his perspective. He's thinking, I won those two fights, right? I don't agree with a person, but he thought that. And then he's like, I got to keep the judges out of this. And then he's been saying, you know, I'm younger. I'm, uh, you know, I have a little bit more in the tank than some of these guys. And then we've seen, like, his durability holds up very well. So I think he's going to go forward. Also, I think Volk, he wants to silence those doubters so much. If I was his corner, I'm fearing that he's putting too much pressure on himself. Because 
What does the guy who's beaten a guy twice have to gain? So he, I'm afraid he's going to try to go out there and just try to like put like spark him. But Holloway, he's very difficult to do it. I do believe he has shown a little bit of signs that he's becoming a little bit more lethargic as fights go on. But I think uh, if I, and then he's going to start missing, and then he Volkanovski always a possibility he could gas out. I mean, he's got amazing cardio, but you never know. And then he's going to end up, uh, you know, Max Holloway's going to end up eroding him. Or Max Holloway ends up hitting him with a big shot. Volkanovski's like, oh, I didn't expect this. I beat the guy twice. And then uh, Max ends up turning it on and it becomes his fight. That's how I feel. The narrative feels that way. Like, that could happen, right? MMA is crazy. Like, Volkanovski, I do think he is better than Max. But also, like, they have the whole, like, city kickboxing is... um. Like, they had a Carlos Olberg fight last week. Now Bradford-Dell's fighting on the prelim. He also fights through kickboxing. Volkanovski, Adesanya are also part of that team. And then we got Kudkov France fighting at the end of this month. You just feel like whatever a team is, like, fighting all together, like, this stuff can't go right. Like, that's how... Like, it's too perfect. Like, it's too good for... It makes too much sense for all those guys to win. And it makes too much sense for... Like, you think the easiest clean way this could happen... Is Volkanovski wins. That's it. We close the chapter. We move on. The messiest one is Max Holloway wins. And then Volkanovski's like 2-1. and one, but And also like the fans, they really want to see Max win. Like all the interviews are usually about him. Every, every Volkanovski post on Instagram is, You're the fake champ. You're the fake champ. Holloway's the champ. All this stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I still... Sometimes like MMA, it just gets so crazy that you believe that the, the hardest, the most complicated outcome is the is is probably could happen. And I think Max Holloway is an underdog. You can't count him out any fight. Like we all thought, like oh, the second fight he's not gonna, he's not gonna. What can he do? And then look, he changes up. So you never know. I do think there is less room for him to work because he's the less well-rounded guy. In the end of the day. I do think Volkanovski is the better fighter overall. But I just feel like the way the narrative is going, the fact that I do think Max Holloway, he's gonna, he knows this is his last shot. He's going to go out there and he's going to try to... He's going to use everything. He's going to rely on his chin, his durability, his youth, things like that. Um, because he is the more risky guy. Volkanovski, usually he tries... He's very good at managing risk. But I think Max is just going to make it like a super chaotic fight. That's the feeling I get from it. But... Um, that, that's the feeling I get. Of course, Volk has ways to discourage that, right? He has fakes, changing angles, distance management, all to contain that. But I just think with the narrative with the city kickboxing guys fighting and, you know, this is a trilogy fight, right? It would be much easier and clean if Volk and Oski just won. And, you know, I, that's how I, that's the narrative I've been getting from this fight. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you like what you were listening to, please subscribe to Fans Assemble. And if you can, please give us a rating. Do it for the audio world. They need you.